Yo, thank you for tuning in to the Humble Hustle Podcast. Please make sure you lock in with yours truly on TikTok at I am just Earl and on Instagram at Humble underscore Hustle underscore Podcast. Yo, what up? This is Earl the Comedian and you are listening to the Humble Hustle Podcast where grace meets grit. Let's go. Ooh, man, I'm blessed. Yo, 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 what up, what up, what up? It's your boy Earl the Comedian, and I am here. You are tuning in to the Humble Hustle Podcast, where grace meets grit. And we have the one, the only Sarah Gray, also known on social media and across all social media content uh, as Sue Dillon. How are you today, Sarah? Or Sue? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. First of all, I want to say thank you so much for spending time with us today on the Humble Hustle Podcast. I'm super excited to have you on here. So many individuals. You're such a phenomenon on social media. So awesome to have you on here. Tell us about how Sue Dillon came to be. I'm really curious about that. All right. Um, It was an accident. I say it's fate. Uh, I think it's just the path that God has put me on, which is which sounds funny, Mm -hmm. but um, just the way it happened makes me feel that way because I wasn't seeking it out. And I never would have done something like this on my own because I'm a very reserved, shy person in real life. And I've always been a little goofy. So it feels really good to finally like show my my real self in a way to people um, that aren't like super close to me. But uh, how it all started was, so I'm a nurse. So I had a really stressful day at work. And when I have a really stressful day, I get really goofy and I get home. And so me and my husband were like, let's do something like that's just going to make us laugh. So we decided to call his dad and mm-hmm. his dad did not know that I can do this voice. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we called him with that voice, didn't have a name for the the character that I was creating and didn't even know I was creating at the time. But right. um, we called him and told him he won a lifetime supply of Marlboro Reds, which is his SIG of choice. And he believed it. He's so gullible. Um, It was so funny. He had no idea that it was me. And so we got into deep conversation. You can actually find the prank call on my uh, viral prank list on TikTok if you're interested in watching it. But uh, it's like the first video is the origin story. But he was like, what's your name? I bet you knew my mother. She passed away. And I was like, oh, it's always got to get dark like that. I don't know why, but um, I had to make up a name on the spot and I just said Sue Dillon. And I think it was subliminally in my head because in college, I was really good friends with a girl named Kristen Dillon mm. and her middle name is Sue. And one of my other friends brought it up like six months later. She was like, you know, did you get the name Sue Dillon from Kristen Dillon? And I was like, her middle name is Sue. And so it's Kristen Sue Dillon. And so I was like, I guess that's where I got it from. But I just like said the first thing that popped into my head. Right. Um, So that's like the name, like where the name came from. So like my whole point is it was a complete accident. And I just kept rolling with it because people were like, oh, I want you to do a prank call for me. Oh, you should start going live and doing prank calls. And so I started doing that. And at first it was completely free. But then it got so overwhelming and people were getting like mad at me because I couldn't do their call. I had like 10,000 emails of requests. Wow. Wow. And so I was like, I should just make this a business, like a side hustle. So it's like slowly evolved into what it is. And it's just kept going. And how long ago did that first viral video go viral? How long was your, how long ago was your first Sue Dillon prank on your family member? That was the one from his dad was like, Last May, not this past May, but the one before that. So 2022. Wow. 
wow, and it's just grown this far, this well since May. Is that when yeah. you kind of first got on TikTok? Was that one of the first? I think I had been on TikTok. Um, I got on TikTok like after I had graduated college. So that would have been like 2020 around the COVID, like when mm. everybody joined TikTok. Yeah. And I was yeah. just on there with like, just like looking at watching videos, never content creating really. I had posted a couple of videos like for fun, but nothing right, that ever right. got a lot of views, like maybe a hundred views here and there. But um, I had like three followers and they were like my super close friends. And so that's why I posted <laughs> it was for them. Oh, and it went, it turned into this. That's yeah. awesome. That is I didn't awesome. Even know I, that... I didn't even know I had my account public. Like I didn't mean to. And I was so <laughs> embarrassed. Y'all, Sue Dillon accidentally got famous. You know, it's interesting because I feel like that happens a lot. I feel like that happens a lot to, to, to creators. They don't even expect it to, you know, really take off until it does. You didn't plan on it happening, but when it first happened, were you taken back? Like, were you like, oh, wow, like, what do I do now? Like, what happens next kind of thing? Or was it like, oh, I'm going to take this by the horns and really run with this and make something and make it make it make sense? You know what I'm saying? Like, how did that go? Well, I didn't know what it was going to come of it. I didn't know if it was going to be like one of those like one hit wonders or what. And so. I was just with like talking with my family and my aunt and my sister were very encouraging. Like, no, you should keep posting. Cause they always wanted to go viral on TikTok. They're like, of course you do it when you don't even like try. Um, right. That's how it works on TikTok. You, you know, people, when you try hard, it seems like it just doesn't happen. But like for people that don't want it, it happens, but they're like, no, you need to keep posting videos. And like, I was like, I'll just do it and see where it goes. And it's just like kept going. I've always been a super hard worker. And so I do enjoy like the fulfillment that it gives me like just it's a hobby, but it's also a job. But like, I feel good because I'm accomplishing. I said it's, it's successful. Yes, yes, so. yes, yes. I love it. So you mentioned the voice earlier. You said he didn't know I had this voice and you, and you went into character. Um, tell us about the voice. How did the voice come about? How did you were you just sitting there playing with different voices and like, oh, this one sounds awesome. Like, how did that come to be? Well, as a kid, I was always very like theatrical, almost never did any, like anything like that in school, but like just very like only with my sister and my close, close friends though. But, like, cause mm. at school I was so quiet, but around my close friends and my sister, we, we were just goofballs all the time. Like just acting like, different types of people and so me and my sister discovered that we could do that i feel like a lot of kids do that you know that this yeah. voice um and i just <laughs> gave it a southern accent because we're from the south and like it sounds like an old lady and so me and my sister would talk like that all the time as kids and um we also have a demon voice the jasper voice what, what? <laughs> <laughs> but like just different it? And me and who my husband. Wait, who was that? Who did I just hear? Who was that? Oh, that's that's Damon voice. I don't have a name for that one, but that's. Have you seen Jasper the Doll? I I have it. I have it, but I feel like I heard. I feel like I've heard him now. She does that. Like not. that's what she does. So. Oh wow! 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 I'm, that's that's you know. I've, I'm not gonna lie to you. I've tried your voice a time or two, and I was like, I don't know how she does it. So I was actually watching one of your, I was watching one of your videos recently, and you were explaining that you were like, I know I'm gonna get all kind of nasty comments, and I still, I still, I still couldn't get it, so I gave up. Uh, anyways, uh, can you walk us through your creative process? I'm really curious to know 
How do you come up with the content? Is this something that people ask you, look, I want you to prank my family member? Because there's a lot of misconceptions surrounding what you do. I've, I've, I've read some comments and they're like, or I've seen your lives and they're like, why are you calling random people, making people mad? So yeah. can you walk us through your creative process? Like, is this people you know? Um, and how do you get the ideas for what you're going to create as a as Sue Dillon? It started out with people I knew only because I don't call random people unsolicitedly. Mm -hmm. Like I don't just look at random or I don't just dial random numbers or look up random numbers and call people. Cause like, you just never know what someone right. could be going through. I don't like that, but, um, I do call businesses. Sometimes I try to like do some research and make sure it's not during a busy time and be, keep it as tasteful as possible. But anyway, right. um, so that's what it started out as. And then people started requesting. So people request calls for their family and friends. Never, I never do any requests for people that they're mad at or like ex-husbands or anything sticky. Cause I don't want to, I gets a liability to me. I also don't want to like harm anybody. And mm -hmm. I, I think that kind of gets into that like area of like harassment. Yeah. 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 Um, so that's how I get my content. I just make it up on a whim. Like it's, it's a, almost like ad lib or freestyle or improv. I don't know, whatever you want to call it. Right. And right. every now and again, I'll post a video with an idea and it goes viral. Like my dog shit print calls go viral. Lots of people keep asking for those. Um, and I don't mean to do the same joke over and over. It's just like what the people want. <laughs> right, 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 right. I understand wholeheartedly. And a lot of times when, as a creator, what most people don't understand is that we do have to go in the direction of what people are after. You know, that's, they're the ones that support us every single day on something we put out there. So I completely understand that. Um, among all the content you've, you've created, which piece would you say was your favorite? Was it the one that got kind of got, gave birth to Sue Dillon? Or has there been one since then that you're like, wow, that's probably the best piece of content I've ever done. And in terms of view, viewmanship, comments, engagement, you, your personal favorite, um, how does that look? Well, um, it's funny because like my most viral videos, I was so shocked that they went viral. So I, they're not really my favorites. Um, right. My favorite one is when I called this plumber. He was just so funny back, it was, <laughs> but he believed me. And so like, he was just like a genuinely hilarious person. And so my favorite ones are when I get like a good reaction out of people and like they're, they make me laugh just as much as like I make other people laugh. But that it was a plumber and it only got like 600,000 views. And so I wouldn't consider that viral. She said, she said it only got 600,000 views, y'all. I, I have yet, I got one video at 800K and I thought I was the top of the world. Like That's awesome. No, don't get me wrong. You're, you're doing, you're on something, like you're onto something you need to keep posting. Um, but like, it is a lot, but as like a whole, it's not my best yeah, performance. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. But I think yeah. it's the funniest video. I also love the one I did to my husband's aunt Cheryl, which that one did go viral. It had, a, I think it has like 3 million views at this point, maybe, but um, she's just, it was so funny. She's such a country woman. And like, I know she was lying to me. She said that she washes her cross stitch stuff. I'm like, no, you don't. Like she just wanted to get off the phone with me. Cause I was pretending to be like a high school friend. She was just annoyed. So that one's funny because I know her. So like I can picture her like just lying to get off the phone. And that's so funny to me. Did she know that was you? She, well, I called her and told her it was me, but I don't think she gets it. Oh, I don't okay. think she understands, but I tried okay. to tell her. Have you ever broken character? 
on oh, course. Yeah. And I post those, but like those just don't get a lot of views usually. So, but like, yes, I, I laugh sometimes, especially if I have a family member like my husband or my sister and they're mm-hmm. laughing, like their laughter makes me laugh. But if I'm just alone, I can hold it together pretty well, unless it's just like some kind of like off the wall <laughs> thing. I really don't laugh at the angry people. They kind of make me anxious, but I don't think a lot of people can tell Ooh. that. I think I'm really good at like. Yeah, I would have never guessed that. I would have never guessed that. Do you have Sarah or Sue? Do you have a dream collaboration that you would want to collaborate with? Who is the one person you would want to collaborate with? That's on social media. Um, Probably Theo Vaughn. And also the Teddy Fresh podcast. And also, uh, what is that wing? I'm blanking on Hot Ones. I would die. If I, if I were on Hot Ones ever, I know I made it. Um, but <laughs> I really think Theo Vaughn and I could vibe on his podcast. Or just like in some videos. Or maybe if I could open for him at a stand-up show one day if I ever get the courage to do that. So you would do stand-up? I would, but right now I'm not in a season of life to like dedicate the time to make it good, but I do want to do it one day. I would be so nervous. I would be, I would be out of my body. Like would I can't do, imagine. Would you do it as Sue, as, as uh, Sue Dillon or Sarah? I think it, I have visions and like ideas that it would be funny to do like a mixture, like go out as myself, like Sarah, like, hi. And then like, just bust out some so, Sue. Does Sue like Sarah? I feel like Sue likes everybody, but I think that she thinks Sarah's stuck up. Mm, yeah. Mm, okay. Sarah's okay. a little too guarded. How do you find time? I know you told me that you were actually in school. I think you mentioned you were in school. Um, mm-hmm. How do you find the time and the balance between being a creator and your personal life or your or professional life, if you will, mm-hmm. as far as being a student? Like, how do you find that balance? I'm still working on finding the balance. I'm definitely super burnout. I guess the thing that keeps me going is knowing that it's not forever. And I get really stressed out about that too, because I know something needs to go, but I don't know what, because everything I do, I love. And so it's really hard to not be able to accept that, you know, you have limitations. Like I feel like I'd I'm I'm 26 years old, so I'm coming out of that mentality that like I don't ever I will never get hurt, but mm-hmm. because I'm starting to get really exhausted, because um, I don't really have much of like I don't always give myself a lot of time to rest. Like I work almost every day, like dawn till dusk. Right now, I don't have any kids, so that makes it easy. But right. I don't know. I I need to. That something's got to go and I don't know what needs to go. Cause you love it all. Is that what it is? That's my, that's my priority. So. Right. Is it, you're not sure what it is because you're in love with everything that you do. Like you love everything that you do. Is that kind of, or is it because you, you're not able to prioritize, you know, what's most important at this moment in time in your life? Um, like what is it that you're unsure of? Well, I love doing the social media, but there's a stigma within myself that it's not, serious enough and it's not like uh it's kind of it's kind of juvenile to me in a way it's Mm. a job though I didn't think it was a job before I started I was like oh that would be so easy to sit around and make content all day like that's not a real job (sighs) it is a real job it is a full it's more than a full-time job you can't turn it off no Um, as a nurse I go home and I'm done you know and that's so nice um and that makes it easier to do this too but uh I think what makes what's hold me back is that like, of course I would rather 
do my TikTok stuff and be creative than to continue to work in a hospital. That's where I, I work in a hospital. And it can be extremely awesome. draining, extremely, I'm like disrespected every day by patients and, you know, providers and providers, people. Right. Like I'm the punching bag of the hospital, basically, is what I feel mm. like. And so I get really burnt out. But then I'm like, well, this is what you went to college for. And this is what you said your calling was. So you need to like suck it up and do it. Um, and it's, so it's like, or like, I'll say, oh, like, you're going to get so judged if you quit this nursing job and do something so fickle like social media. And so, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can understand that. And I feel like a lot of that are, I'm not, and this is just me speaking from my personal experience. I feel like a lot of that, that mindset is, plays a part into, into like traditional norms, what we feel is the right thing to do as opposed to, you know, what feeds our soul. And I'm not saying that, you know, the nursing doesn't feed your soul. It could very well feed your soul. Um, but I can see that mindset, that tiered, that tiered mindset in terms of, oh, social media is below the nursing kind of thing. I can, I can totally understand that. It's yeah, hard. It. it is so valid. Like everything you're saying is valid. Um, and I commend you for being in the healthcare industry. Thank you. If you had to leave the, leave your listeners or your viewers with one thing to inspire them, you know, to, to be, to do social media content creating, what would you leave them with? I would say just, just create the content and create your ideas, put them to life um, and just own it and be proud of it regardless of how it performs because the algorithm changes all the time. Just because something doesn't go viral doesn't mean it wasn't good. You just got to hit that right moment, that right idea at the right time. And, you know, even if, I know a lot of the time nowadays I'll, I'll have a video. It'll go crazy. It'll get like 8 million and then I'll post one and it'll get like 2k. And I'm like, what the heck? I just posted one. It got like, hey, what are you doing? And so yes. that doesn't mean I don't think my content's bad. I really don't. Um, and I see it happen to everybody else. And they're like, Oh, what's wrong with the algorithm? Just keep posting. It's just how it is. It's psychological. They want you to, it's to make you work harder, I think, is why TikTok does that. I really do. I don't think that they pick good and bad content always. I think sometimes it could be decent content. They just were like, well, we're just going to dim this one down. So my my um, my advice would be just to keep going. Don't let that mm -hmm. determine your success. Where are you from originally? I So it's hard to answer this question. I've always lived in Tennessee, but I'm... I was born in East Tennessee in the Appalachian Mountains, and I lived there until okay. I was nine. Most of my family lives there, but my mom remarried, and my stepdad had a job in Nashville, so we moved to Nashville because there's not a lot of job opportunities in the Appalachian Mountains. It's a very poor area, um, and I'm glad I moved because I wouldn't have had the opportunities I had in the Nashville area. So mm -hmm. I'm, I basically have lived in Lebanon, Tennessee, which is 30 minutes outside of Nashville since I was nine, so that's where I am pretty much from, but I have a lot of roots in right. Teleco Plains in the mountains. Well, look, thank you so much, Sarah Gray, for Sue Dillon, Sarah Gray, for coming into the podcast. We appreciate you. Tell the people where they can find you at, what your social media handles are real quick before we close out. Uh, most of my social media handles are at Sarasota5. You can find my link tree on my TikTok and it has connections to all my stuff. Um, I'm starting a podcast. Hopefully it'll air next week. We'll see. It's a lot of work, so I don't know if it's going to work out, but that's something new to come. And I have merch that you can check out. Um, I have a viral print call list if you want to like find the good ones quickly. So yes. I appreciate 
Appreciate you having me. Until next time, you guys are listening to the Humble Hustle podcast where grace meets grit. And I am Earl the Comedian. Please make sure you lock in and throw away the key. Follow me on I'm Just Earl on Instagram and at Earl the Comedian on TikTok. Love, peace, and blessings to all of you guys. Talk soon.